Hey everyone, welcome to Scribe Book School, where you're gonna learn everything you need to know about how to write, publish, and market your book. How much of your story should be in your book? Every author struggles with how much of their personal story should be in their book. Some wanna put a lot of their story in their book, others don't wanna put any of their story in. So what's the right answer? Well, your book should have enough of your story to help the reader get what they want out of the book, but nothing more. Let's look at the mistakes that authors make with either too much or too little of themselves in their books. Now this is gonna sound harsh, but it's the most important thing you're gonna learn today and I'm gonna repeat it several times. Your readers don't care about you. They don't care about your story or your book. They're not buying or reading your book for you. They're buying it and reading it to get something that they want. So yes, this means that your readers only care about what your book will get them. They view your book and you and your story in terms of that lens only. We've had some authors who wanna make their book all about themselves. They wanna write all about their lives and their personal stories and they go on and on about themselves, their fears, their anxieties, their accomplishments, but no one cares. Now, don't get me wrong, an author absolutely has the right to write a book that is a monument to themselves, but you gotta understand that no one will read it or really care about it. Yes, you are the author of your book, but it's not for you, it's for the reader. So include the parts of your story that are important to the reader. What I'm about to tell you might seem contradictory, but it's not. The reader absolutely does want to hear your story, but only the parts that are irrelevant to why they're reading the book. On the flip side, we have many authors who don't want to put in any of their story in the book. They think it's arrogance, or they don't want to talk about themselves, or they're afraid to be vulnerable and share their emotions. These authors often think there is a bright line distinction between memoir and business book, and that a business book can't have anything personal in it at all. This is just not true. And in fact, a book with nothing about the author rarely works well. So if it helps the reader to understand why they should read the book and how the book can relate to them by hearing about certain parts of your story, then yes, you should absolutely put those parts of your story in your book. This is because of a simple fact of human biology. Humans learn through story. They learn through example. Readers pick up your book because it has knowledge and information in it that can help them solve a problem that they have or get something that they want. But they read it and engage it and use it because of the stories in it that teach them and inspire them and motivate them and help them understand and apply the knowledge that you're sharing. So as much as possible, your book should encase your teachings and knowledge in stories. Those can be your stories or they can be stories of other people. Either one works. So what parts of your story should be in your book? There's a pretty simple test to help you understand if a specific story should go in the book. Does this story add value for the reader? Literally just ask yourself that question. If it doesn't add value to the reader, it doesn't belong in the book. But if it does, it stays in. The exchange between you and the reader is that they're giving you their attention and you're giving them your knowledge and wisdom. So your story needs to embody that and display it. 
And if it does, it's in. Now you might be wondering, how vulnerable should you be? How much emotion should you share? That's the other thing authors ask is how vulnerable they should be in their stories. And the answer, again, be as vulnerable as you need to be to write the most impactful story for the reader. For example, if you write a book about managing money, it's great to tell a story about how you filed for bankruptcy. That's a hard thing to admit, and it's a vulnerable thing to say in a book. But telling that story in a book about managing money will greatly benefit the reader. It will make them trust you and it will make you seem credible because you let them know that you've been there and you can help them get over their shame and their issues with money. But if your book is about arts and crafts, I'm not sure how much sense it makes to talk about bankruptcy. That doesn't get the reader anything. In that case, it feels like an emotional release for the author but it's totally irrelevant to the reader. So your book should never be a place for you to just dump your emotions on the reader. If writing the book is therapeutic for you, that's fine, but don't ask your reader to be your therapist. Think about it like any sort of sharing with a friend. If your friend has a bad day and tells you about it, yeah, you can listen, you can empathize, and if you had a bad day, you can share that as well. You're sharing, right? You're, you're empathizing with each other and that's okay. But if you just talk about all your problems and then once they start talking, you get up and leave, that's not empathizing, that's dumping. And that's a big difference. Now, there's one last thing I'd recommend for being vulnerable, which is to speak from your scars and not from your open wounds, which means don't put stuff in your book that you haven't worked through and emotionally processed yet. Even if you process by writing, okay, just make sure that what goes in the book is hard-earned wisdom and not an emotional release that only serves you. Showing emotion, especially in writing, can be really hard. I can't tell you how many times we've worked with authors and they describe a horrific scene, some sort of major trauma with total detachment. Maybe they had a bankruptcy where they lost everything, or someone in their family died, or they lost a business to a cheating partner, or something along those lines. We'll hear them talk about this, and they'll just describe the facts. They won't talk about how they felt or how it affected them. And we'll push these authors to then talk about their feelings, like, when that happened, what did you feel? What was it like? How did it affect you? So if you're gonna tell stories like that, then absolutely talk about your emotions to the extent that it's relevant to the reader. In fact, for many authors, we have to first tell them that their story deeply impacts us before they then give themselves permission to talk about their emotions and their feelings. And when you do that as an author, you give the reader permission to feel their emotions and engage with their emotions, which is what you're trying to accomplish with your book. You're not there as an author just to give the facts. Facts are great, facts are important. In fact, they're the bedrock of your book, but people don't learn through facts. They don't engage through facts. People learn through story and example, and they make decisions about how to change their life with emotion. And that's what you need to do to have a great book. It's gotta have both of those things in it. Now, if you're unsure about this, answer these questions. What is your favorite book? What is your favorite part about your favorite book? What was the thing that impacted you the most? Right now, you're probably thinking about a part that was really profound for you in the book that 
elicited a deep emotion in you. It wasn't a fact. It was a story or an anecdote or a scene that brought something up in you. So do the same thing with your book. Tell stories and anecdotes that elicit emotion because that will draw the reader in. It will make the facts stick. The more you show the ugly stuff, the more you say the things that everyone thinks but no one says, and the more you show your true self and your true thoughts, the better your book is going to be. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. If you found this episode valuable, then definitely check out our free online workshops at scribebookschool.com. During the workshop, we'll teach you our exact step-by-step process for how to write, publish, and market your book. It's totally free, and you can watch it right from the comfort of your home. Again, you can sign up at scribebookschool.com. And beyond that, you can support the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned because we have a lot of good stuff coming on Scribe Book School. Mm